Peace, good people. Peace. See, how you feeling? I'm feeling like I can hear you clearly, and I like that. I love it. I love it. Well, I can. Is that a feeling? <laughs> no, it's actually not. It's not on the feelings well. And that's okay. But I'm feeling you. I love so that. that. You're feeling me. I'm feeling I am. you too. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. It's with Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yes. That's where we at. That's what a beautiful day. Black yes. love. It's forever. So I have an affirmation for your affirmation. Mm-hmm. And it's from my book on page 50, if you have it. And it says, what is present may not always be visible in the moment. At the right moment, it will be seen. Its relevance requires its process and cannot be rushed. Whoa. You like that? That's its whole own episode. Tell me that again, please. What is present may not always be visible in the moment. At the right moment, it will be seen. Its relevance requires its process and cannot be rushed. I take a deep breath on that one. Me too. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's always special to come to this space, but I find it remarkably special to come to this space and to be met right there. Mm. It's not necessarily a place that I run from, but because I haven't had the answers in this particular feeling, I've just kind of kept going. Mm -hmm. But this affirmation speaks to something I felt very recently. Oh, wow. Really? And thank you for this gift, Fee. Thank you. I am trying to remember what even brought me to this point. I feel like it was, I mean, it's broken down into three sentences. And I think these are three different moments of processing for me. And it took some time, obviously, as it says in the affirmation for me to understand it. But it is a reframe. In my processing of grief, recognizing that what was happening during the highest or the the deepest parts of my grief and what came after, or at least what I found after, I realized that what I found after was actually still, was also present in the middle of the grief. I just needed time to understand it. Mm -hmm. And I love that I was allowed the processing Processing is so important and it doesn't have to happen like right away. Mm-hmm. You know, it, for some folks it can happen immediately. Like there are people who are absolutely aware of their feelings mm-hmm. and able to name them right in the moment. And I think that is beautiful and it's a gift, but also is time when you give yourself time to understand what it is that you're feeling, to understand how you're receiving something. That is to the gift. Mm-hmm. And I picked this affirmation because of, I knew that we were going to come here and we were going to recap our Ambies, our Ambies trip. Mm-hmm. So if you've been listening, then you might know, or if you've been following along, then you might know we were nominated for the second time at the Ambies, the Academy of Audio. And excellence. And excellence. Excellence in audio, right? Excellence in audio. Is it sound too? I try to remember. What I'm trying to tell you is we were nominated, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and two times around. Yeah. And it was amazing to, one, get wind of the nomination, 
and just that feeling, that sensation that comes over you. Mm-hmm. And then you have the planning period to get there mm-hmm. and the logistics. And then you start to kind of envision yourself in the space. Then you might ask yourself, okay, how do I want to look in this space? How do I want to feel in this space? Oh, then you got to get a little wardrobe together. And <laughs> whatever communicates how you feel, right? It's, yeah. it's all these different layers of being present in that room. Mm-hmm. And this time around, one of the things that kind of visited me first before the night even concluded was that we belong in the room, mm. right? We earn the right to be in the room and not even so much as a room around exclusivity, but a room that's really connected by the power of story. Yes. Right. And as you name investigating these feelings, owning your story, coming to the practice of investigating the feelings Mm -hmm. is such noble work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Considering what brought us there. So when I realized we belonged in the room, I think that inside myself created a different presentation of behavior uh, differently maybe than last year. So when I knew that I belonged in the room, it makes me want to go speak to people and connect to people because in my mind, we all belong here. Yes. So there isn't any level of like mystification that makes me not want to approach somebody or not sure who they are, or what they do. Like in this room, we belong here and I'm happy to meet you. So being able to like move in that way was really freeing mm-hmm. and maybe differently than myself last year, I remember feeling like I was trying to read the room just to figure out like how it all works because mm-hmm. it was my first time there. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This time, yeah, I was able to just like focus on the journey that led us to the room. And that journey uh, confirmed for me that we were right where we needed to be. Oh, wow. There's two feelings. Uh-huh. So that's the feeling of like the the red carpet, the, the pre-ensemble, okay? Uh-huh. Then there was another feeling of entering the theater mm-hmm. where the show takes place and the announcements are read. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. Two different feelings happen. I want to just make room to be as honest and human as possible. <laughs> In the social part of the room, I was excited and open and willing to connect and just speak to people and embrace people. Yeah. Inside that theater mm-hmm. where the awards were announced. Slim, let me tell you, <laughs> that was much more challenging for me um, to ground myself. Oh. <laughs> the butterflies of the moment, oh, the, okay. the suspense of the show, um, the colors, the lighting, uh-huh. the, the volume, uh-huh. the different presenters, uh-huh. all these different feelings you're processing real time. For me, I'm processing real time. Yeah. Different presenters, yeah. different jokes, everything I'm processing while still keeping up with where we are in the show and knowing that our category is to come soon. <laughs> that feeling, mm-hmm. that ain't no easy feeling to sit through, right? I, I can I can agree with you there. It's funny. I guess I felt a little differently coming into the red carpet space. Well, one, like even preparing for that was different. 
I had like three outfits that I just could not decide upon <laughs> and went with the one that I, that wasn't ever my first choice. It was just kind of like, oh, I got this, but I'm glad I did. It actually made the most sense. And I, I was thinking about it today. Like, I'm really glad I picked the suit. I'm really glad you <laughs> listened to me. Even though I said it like 10 outfits ago, I called out the suit as the choice. But I brought all of the outfits with me and I made the decision while I was there. So we but, had to go through the whole spectrum. Yeah, but it was it was good. I needed that time to process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then going into the into the red carpet space, like there's excitement. But I think for me, recognizing there are so many podcasts out there, sometimes I can feel like a little bit overwhelmed by all all of the different folks that are in the room and like all of the different uh, genres and categories that we are in. And then like, you're just casually talking to someone and then you realize that they're in the same category as you. And then you talk to someone else about it and that other person knows about their, their podcast and your category. And then all of a sudden it sounds like, dang, I thought I had a shot. Now I don't know if I have a shot. (laughs) Like all of these things go through your head. Um, But there are, also really dope opportunities to connect with folks. And I just really want to name that one of the highlights for me in that red carpet room Mm -hmm. was meeting these two brothers from, they're both from Philly, right? No. So Jay Ray is from Philly Uh and Sir Daniel, he's from Atlanta, Uh but learning about their podcast was like the highlight for me. The Q points podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just connecting with them on music, because here's the other part about who Korea and Felicia are. We're not just podcast hosts. We are artists. We're not just authors. We are musicians. And music has been a part of our lives for many, many, many years. Like We have been participating and practicing Black music for many, many years and very active in our community here in Oakland. So to be able to like learn about this podcast where they delve into music history, black music history and culture and like dissect it in a way that we have conversations with Lauren and Brittany. Yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, this is who I need to meet. One. I even, I even loved how they came to be. So part of what made me want to like understand how open the room is, but it was their love and their interest that connected them. Wow. So they, they, they record this. Know that. Yeah. They record their podcast virtually. That's tight. But it's their love for music that brings them and they love it uh, in a way that I love it. We love it. Yeah. Getting into the expression, getting into the history, getting into the framework, getting into the spirit that inspires the writing mm-hmm. and the setting and the time and the context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just it was dope to see music being uh, celebrated and discussed in, in a historical context. And another person that I was so excited to meet was Anna Deshaun. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but I very much remember that Black Podcast Award sweep that she had. <laughs> so like seeing her in the at the Ambies for me was like, our podcast producer, Crystal, was like, do you know? And I'm like, I know exactly who that is. <laughs> very much aware, even with the mask on. <laughs> you are. Right. And so excited to meet you. And so I... I love those connecting points and I'm really grateful to have intersected with them in the red carpet space because it definitely like relaxed me and I felt a sense of community like inside this community space. Legit. Legit. I do remember the feelings of community and how we looked at each other. Right. 
when folks from the black lived experience see each other, um, there is an openness in our eyes, an openness in our hearts mm -hmm. that just celebrates and welcomes, right? Mm -hmm. So no matter what corner we are in the room, you see somebody across the room, there's this like, there's this affinity, mm -hmm. right? Without even knowing what your podcast is about mm -hmm. or, or what you bring. There was a, another one, uh, Direct Deposit, Right? Yes. But I, I walked in and I saw I saw a bro's outfit and I just I just complimented him. I'm like, hey, dog, <laughs> I like that you wore that. Right. Mm -hmm. Not even realizing. And then we exchanged information. I learned he was the host and I saw him on stage and presenting. Yeah. But. Uh, I like when people feel comfortable in yeah. their clothes. Yeah. Like fashion to me is never about what you're wearing and the brands you're wearing. It's about your comfort. Yeah. And how it expresses a part of your personality. Mm -hmm. And I like when I can see people's uh, wardrobe express parts of their personalities. Comfort first. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing to me. I also just really enjoy seeing black people. And being in the space and seeing black people was really reminiscent of being on a vacation and seeing black people. And, you know, you'd be looking and you give them the eye and you're like, OK, you got that eye. OK, I just uh -huh. wanted to make sure. So are we going to hang out later or what? Like, how's this going to go? It was a it was a good time. But yes, Riga, I can also attest to the feeling of coming into the room, into the theater and now having to wait. This is the moment we came for. This is this is what we came for. Right. This is why we're here. So I know that I'm all the way down the line in, in list. We were nominated for Best Indie Podcast. Yeah. Which, which really excited me. It was huge. And it was like, I think probably like number 24, 26, 23, actually 23. out of 27. So we were there, <laughs> but I want to soul affirmations. This podcast is much about the process of discovery, um, discovering the abundance of love that resides in grief, discovering uh, the knowings and then finding the creating the conditions to help practice the habits of mind and rehearse those knowings because life isn't always a scheduled test, mm, right? You say that again. Because life isn't always a scheduled test. Sometimes it's a pop-up. Sometimes it's one you had no plan or preparation for. Downright unethical to test me right now. <laughs> right? Like, I've had days where it's like, this can't be a test. I've, I should be exempt. Right? I should be exempt. <laughs> but in this case, I'm not. No matter how I feel, I should be. Mm, that reality. And I experienced something so profound in the aisle of... Uh, where we were sitting and in anticipation, but it, it, it so perfectly encapsulates exactly why we are there and how we got there. Mm -hmm. So the first things first presence is profound. Mm -hmm. So we got to spend time together. You, myself, Crystal Hill and Cody Oliver. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we share a lot of emails. We share a lot of text messages, but each of us, are so busy in other domains and directions, we suddenly get to spend this type of time together. Mm -hmm. So here we are. The four plus one more, right? <laughs> <laughs> the funky four plus one. Okay, come on, you pulled up. But, um, <laughs> I think in this context, we were in this aisle and Crystal leans over. Okay? Mm -hmm. And she uh, gives remarks about how proud she is of us. For even being here. This is before any award is um, given, conferred, denied, otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's just a moment. Mm -hmm. She leans over and she celebrates the fact that we're here. 
as a team, as a network, as a Black Love Podcast Network, but also as Kariya and Felicia, mm -hmm. the angel parents. Mm -hmm. And Crystal reminded us <clears throat> that it was the stories that you did not think you could tell, did not think you wanted to tell, Mm -hmm. That brought us to this very moment. That brought us these understandings. That brought the academy, the awareness of what we do. Right? Mm -hmm. The academy would not be a very well-versed academy if they did not know about specialty podcasts like this. Wow. So we bring them something as well. An awareness that all of humanity needs to understand about the abundance of love that resides in grief. Mm -hmm. that for me was more than any award could confirm or deny mm -hmm. I needed to know that and I needed to know that with the people that I was sitting with it was the, it was the most enriching moment of celebration for me because in the truth of it all as we reach for awards and are invited to spaces the biggest, the biggest reward, the biggest award is that you get to exist in this world as Kamayu's mother. Mm. That we get to exist as her parents because it was the fear of never knowing, of the world never knowing her, of knowing who she is and who she came to be, that we didn't want to walk around with that. And because of this podcast space and this practice, she precedes us. Mm. Beyond the inability to be forgotten about, she precedes us. The story precedes us. It was in the room before we were. So how honor it is, how honoring it is to walk in this knowledge, to walk in this knowing, and to do it with a network a family, quite frankly, of people who care at the level that Crystal and Cody do. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. I listen to you and I, <laughs> I take a deep breath and I'm taking another one. And in all honesty, like words escape me. But hearing what you have to say, there is a vibration happening in my body. And it's not just in this moment, but in the moment when Crystal spoke to us in that row. And I so much appreciate and value when someone like brings it all together in into its foundation. Because when you're doing this work and when you have so many other things that are happening around you, it's so easy to forget the foundational piece. Like I have been existing as Kamayu's mom at, since her story has been told. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that. But sometimes I need to be reminded in the moment and like sit with that. Mm -hmm. I never could have seen this the day that I looked over at you that morning and told you nothing could come from this. And I never could have even seen it going this far the day that I wrote in my phone the notes that I do not want to exist as anything else. I literally typed that in my phone and I was like, I'm not trying to go back to work and be a version of myself. 
that I once was. I'm not that person anymore. And I want people to know that and understand that when you see me, I'm Kamayu's mom. And I profess that in my phone, which is insane, y'all, because the manifesting piece of my journey. Now, at this moment, again, I realize what I've done and I did know I did that. But telling the story that I was so afraid to tell because I also didn't want everybody's brain on what happened to me. I didn't want everybody's processing and I didn't want to hear um, different like scenarios or hear different questions. I didn't want any of that. I was afraid of that. I was afraid of being misunderstood to this story, like touching masses of people. I mean, we were sitting on the aisle next to Cody who came to my house four months after I had Kamayu and asked me to tell my story. And I remember the day coming downstairs and being scared to shit. And I remember the day before it aired being scared again. And so to be received like this is an honor. It's amazing, but like Kamayu really like she she made that shit known. This is my mama. A forever perpetual ongoing shift. So much so that its ongoing nature is one that we can't predict. And that is the beauty and the challenge is that we don't predict how she'll show up. Right. But she does and and your identity as her mother continues to grow because who our children are at birth are not necessarily who they will be at 10, 15, 12. And the way they cause us to grow in our practice and our understanding of ourself. Yeah. So I welcome the stretching of my understanding that Kamayu brings differently from that in which Kamali brings, but all composite making me who I am. Right. They're mm-hmm. expanding me. Mm-hmm. They're expanding you. Mm-hmm. And the portion, how you expressed, I, I didn't want to be known as anything else. And to know that you are that and so much more. Right. And what's, I think what's so unique to me is red carpets are unique spaces. At least we've been framed to think them as such. Red carpets usually include cue cards, you know, some media reference, whether you have media training or not, photo, Mm -hmm. where you think that photo is going to end up, how you want to be seen in the room. Mm -hmm. But behind all those layers of clothes and pomp and circumstance are people and their stories, Mm -hmm. incrementally pushing them forward. Mm -hmm. And... To think that you could exist, Fee, is in both of these domains is so astounding to me. I love your expression of color and fashion and flow and feel. I like your spunk. I like your groove. I like all those things about you. But I also deeply admire how you have taken time uh, to investigate these feelings. And the person who was looking through all those wardrobe options <laughs> is also the person who brings us these findings. And to me, that is so beautiful and that is so human that all those things exist (laughs) at once in the same person. Very similar, very similar to the affirmation. Yeah. What is present may not always be visible in the moment. Hmm. 
at the right moment, it will be seen. Its relevance requires its process and cannot be rushed. To be in a podcast that discusses the findings and rehearsing the knowings. Mm -hmm. I love that we were all required to travel to Las Vegas to get this particular finding from Crystal. Mm. It was not going to work in a virtual message. It was not going to work in a hack, a Slack, an email, or anything other. We had to <laughs> physically share space and time. Yeah. Which is a whole nother phenomenon. Sharing space and time is a phenomenon, which is why being present is so important. Because we can be in so many different places, so many different coordinates, schedules could not sync up. There are all these different things that can be barriers to people being in the same room at the same time. So Crystal bringing this to us in that moment to me was the exclamation mark at the end of the sentence. Mm. It gave me an understanding and it gave me belonging for that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And to be in that space and to be honored for the work that you're doing on behalf of Oh, hey, yes, Kamali. Yes, hey, Kamali. Kamali's come to join came us. came to get on my lap. Well, she has a recap for the show as well, because Kamali did come to Vegas. She was in the room. Well, not in the award room, but she was up In the hotel room. In the hotel room. Yeah, to, to be in the room and to be honored for the work that we're doing on behalf of sharing our story. I, um, I'm still processing it, but... I am grateful, not just to be seen, right? We talk about the outfits and all of the things that we do in preparation, not to just be seen, but for the impact. That's, that's what's so incredibly important to me. It's the, the impact to be recognized as Kamayu's mom. Like, I think in the truest form is visibility, Yeah. right? Because... To see what I'm wearing or to see me in a room and to not see me in my wholeness, in my story, that's not visibility, mm. right? That's representation. Mm. Visibility for me is the deeper seeing into, into one another, right? Dang, Crystal, she just read us right there. Listen to me. <laughs> the deeper seeing. She, really, she sees, she sees the in, inward journey. And, yes. and those are rooms that I want to be in. Mm -hmm. right rooms were visible and not just seen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i know that can sound crazy um but in a world of like social interactions and social media right um where things don't always appear as they see mm -hmm. as you see them mm -hmm. the visibility for me is much greater than the being seen alone because it's context to what you're seeing yes it's context to who i am yes and it's context to how i got here so for me, this is just that day, the Ambies confirmed context for me. And it seems like it did it for Kamali too. <laughs> that room more than the awards given out in that night confirmed for me yeah. that our story mm -hmm. and its teachings mm -hmm. and rehearsing those knowings mm -hmm. and this space called Soul Affirmations on the Black Love Podcast Network. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is making an impact it yeah. is visible it is visible it is felt and i'm so grateful yeah so you can find all the winners 
And you'll see, you know, we may not have won the best indie podcast, but we won that night because we for sure went to go see Usher. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that is actually. That, I mean, yeah. I, I won. Did everybody else go see? I didn't. Anybody else go see Usher? We're not, that was in the room? I don't not, know. We're not doing this, Felicia. I did. Felicia, we're not taking this. I saw Usher. We're not taking this wonderful finding and turning it into an Usher recap because let, if we were we don't have to but i'm just letting we were, folks know because if, if we, we were, were i could know <laughs> i could tell you so much more but i will say this that we were our work in storytelling with black love mm -hmm. on the black love podcast network mm -hmm. and black love the docuseries mm -hmm. in that room People recognized one not only us, but Kamali and Kamayu. Mm. That is the hugest compliment I can receive as a father for a child that is beyond and a child that is earthside. Mm -hmm. Being able to celebrate both of my children. Yes. So Kamali, we love you and we celebrate you and we thank you for coming by as a special guest on the podcast today. We thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmation <laughs> with Felicia and Kariga. And Kamali. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. And from our family to yours, until next time, may we all love more abundantly. Yes. Peace. Peace.